Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. Today's the 29th day of November. Welcome, everybody. We are winding down this month of November together. It's coming quickly, as it always does this time of the year. And maybe you're just struggling to be here and struggling to get through everything that the rest of the year brings. It can be exhausting to even think about it. So um, let's not think about it. <laughs> let's just stay here in the present moment for today and center ourselves around the Word of God. We're starting a brand new book again today. It goes by fast in the New Testament as we finish this year off. First Corinthians chapters 1 through 4. And this week we're reading the New International Version. First Corinthians chapter 1. Paul, called to be an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God and our brothers, Sosthenes, to the church of God in Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ Jesus and called to be his holy people, together with all those everywhere who call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I always thank my God for you because of his grace given you in Christ Jesus. For in him you have been enriched in every way, with all kinds of speech and with all knowledge, God thus confirming our testimony about Christ among you. Therefore, you do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly wait for our Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. He will also keep you firm to the end, so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, who has called you into fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what you say, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly united in mind and thought. My brothers and sisters, some from Chloe's household have informed me that there are quarrels among you. What I mean is this. One of you says, I follow Paul. Another, I follow Apollos. Another, I follow Cephas. Still another... I follow Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I did not baptize any of you except Crispus and Gaius. So no one can say that you were baptized in my name. Yes, I also baptized the household of Stephanus. Beyond that, I don't remember if I baptized anyone else. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom and eloquence, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, the intelligence of the intelligent I will frustrate. Where is the wise person? Where is the teacher of the law? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since the wisdom of God, the world through its wisdom did not know him, God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe. Jews demand signs and Greeks look for wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles, but to those whom God has called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. Brothers and sisters, 
Think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. God chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are so that no one may boast before him. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God, that is, our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts boast in the Lord. And so it was with me, brothers and sisters. When I came to you, I did not come with eloquence or human wisdom as I proclaimed to you the testimony about God. For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I came to you in weakness with great fear and trembling. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. We do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. No, we declare God's wisdom, a mystery that had been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him, these are the things God has revealed to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. What we have received is not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. This is what we speak not in words taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, explaining spiritual realities with Spirit-taught words. The person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolishness, and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. The person with the Spirit makes judgments about all things, but such a person is not subject to merely human judgments, for who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Brothers and sisters, I could not address you as people who live by the Spirit, but as people who are still worldly, mere infants in Christ. I gave you milk, not solid food, for you were not yet ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready. You are still worldly. For since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not worldly? Are you not acting like mere humans? For when one says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollos, are you not mere human beings? What, after all, is Apollos, and what is Paul? Only servants through whom you came to believe as the Lord has assigned to each his task. I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything but only God who makes things grow. The one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose, and they will each be rewarded according to their own labor. For we are co-workers in God's service. You are God's field, 
God's building. By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder and someone else is building on it. But each one should build with care, for no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, their work will be shown for what it is, because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test the quality of each person's work. If what has been built survives, the builder will receive a reward. If it is burned up, the builder will suffer loss, but yet will be saved, even though only as one escaping through the flames. Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple, and that God's Spirit dwells in your midst? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person. For God's temple is sacred, and you together are that temple. Do not deceive yourselves. If any of you think you are wise by the standards of this age, you should become fools, so that you may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness in God's sight. As it is written, He catches the wise in their craftiness, and again, the Lord knows that the thoughts of the wise are futile. So then, no more boasting about human leaders. All things are yours, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas, or the world or life or death or the present or the future, all are yours, and you are of Christ, and Christ is of God. This then is how you ought to regard us as servants of Christ and of those entrusted with the mysteries God has revealed. Now it is required that those who have been given a trust must prove faithful. I care very little if I am judged by you or by any human court. Indeed, I do not even judge myself. My conscience is clear, but that does not make me innocent. It is the Lord who judges me. Therefore judge nothing before the appointed time. Wait until the Lord comes. He will bring to light what is hidden in darkness and will expose the motives of the heart. At that time, each will receive their praise from God. Now, brothers and sisters, I have applied these things to myself and Apollos for your benefit, so that you may learn from us the meaning of the saying, Do not go beyond what is written. Then you will not be puffed up in being a follower of one of us over against the other. For who makes you different from anyone else? What do you have that you did not receive? And if you did receive it, why do you boast as though you did not? Already you have all you want. Already you have become rich. You have begun to reign, and that without us. How I wish that you really had begun to reign, so that we also might reign with you. For it seems to me that God has put us apostles on display at the end of the procession, like those condemned to die in the arena. We have been made a spectacle to the whole universe, to angels as well as to human beings. We are fools for Christ. But you are so wise in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. You are honored, we are dishonored. To this very hour we go hungry and thirsty. We are in rags, we are brutally treated, we are homeless. We work hard with our own hands. When we are cursed, we bless. When we are persecuted, we endure it. When we are slandered, we answer kindly. We have become the scum of the earth the garbage of the world right up to this moment. I am writing this not to shame you, but to warn you as my dear children. Even if you had 10,000 guardians in Christ, you do not have many fathers, for in Christ Jesus, 
I became your father through the gospel. Therefore, I urge you to imitate me. For this reason, I have sent to you Timothy, my son whom I love, who is faithful in the Lord. He will remind you of my way of life in Christ Jesus, which agrees with what I teach everywhere in every church. Some of you have become arrogant, as if I were not coming to you. But I will come to you very soon, if the Lord is willing, and then I will find out not only how these arrogant people are talking, but what power they have. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. What do you prefer? Shall I come to you with a rod of discipline, or shall I come in love with a gentle spirit? So today we began the book of 1 Corinthians, which is Paul's letter back to Corinth, uh, where he had established a church there. And people in that church were still uh, participating in wicked and immoral behavior. Uh, so, so this book is uh, filled with the letters Paul wrote back to the church at Corinth in hopes that the habitual activities that they were involved in would come to an end. And so we began that book today. We'll see how uh, these letters unfold over the next few days. So Jesus, thank you for being here with us. Thank you for meeting here with us. And I pray that uh, in these moments, we would examine our own hearts of things that we have participated in um, that are not good, that are not pleasing to you, that have become habits that we have justified or we have even turned our back on, turned our conscience off and keep doing. I pray that you would convict us from a true place of conviction and it would cause us to repent and to go in a different direction. Sometimes we look for understanding to realize why it is that we did what we did or why it is that we participated. And it can seem like justification instead of understanding. And it can hurt people with our understanding. And I pray uh, compassion for every person listening to the person who needs to repent, that it would land softly in a safe place. Thank you for being here with us today. And thank you for these words that are reminders. We pray this now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Daily Audio Bible, that's home base. You can check it out and take a look around if you have not. Also, let's talk a Christmas initiative. No Christmas box this year, but if you would love to be a part of the rebuilding of the Daily Audio Bible app and technology, you can purchase the vinyl records uh, that have been printed specifically for this initiative. The Sleep Album, The Heart Album, Christmas Time by Maxwell Hardin, uh, The Family Christmas Album, and then The Promised Land featured soundtrack, all on vinyl. So a minimum donation of $25 per vinyl, $125 to get the whole gang and of course any donation goes towards all the brand new technology to keep the daily audio bible app as fresh and easy to use for everyone that 
is using it. So take advantage of those one, two, three, four, or five vinyl albums, and you can get them while supplies last. If you would like to give and partner with the Daily Audio Bible, thank you so much for your partnership. We could not do this without you. If you're giving by mail, DAB PO Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee 37174, or utilizing the app that you have at your fingertips, you can hit the Give icon up at the top right-hand corner, and lastly, look for the Give icon on the website. If you need prayer, if you'd like to pray for someone that's previously called in 800-583-2164, or once again, utilizing that app, hit the red circle button up at the top right-hand corner of your mobile device or smart device, you have two minutes to record on the prayer line. Hit submit, turn the wheel over to Chronological, and it will get to the right place. That's it for me today. I'm Jill. We'll turn the page tomorrow. I was saying together and tomorrow at the same time. <laughs> tomorrow. Tomorrow. Together. I look forward to it. And we'll wind out this month of November together as well. I'm Jill. Until tomorrow. Love one another. Hello, DABC family. This is one beloved daughter. I'm calling for Deborah from uh, Michigan for her friends Kathy and her husband Jeff, who was diagnosed uh, last week with an aggressive form of chemotherapy and has to be put um, on life support while he's given that. Deborah, I want you to know that I, as well as I'm sure this whole community of ours, is praying for you, praying for um, Deb, I'm sorry, Kathy, and especially for Jeff. And I just want to say a prayer real quick, okay? And know I love you, and uh, let us know how he's doing. Keep us updated, okay? Um, Father in heaven, I just come before you on behalf of Jeff, his wife Kathy, their friend Deborah, who's called in for them right now. I ask that you touch them with your hand and give them your un, un uh, I can't think of the word. <laughs> well, you cannot understand that kind of peace, Lord. Uh, we can't understand that kind of peace. But give us give them that kind of peace, Lord. Uh let them feel your healing touch over Jeff's body. Just lay your hand over him and just keep his life preserved and uh, keep him free of pain. And let this um, chemotherapy work and save his life, Lord. And if he should be healed on the other side, just pray that his soul is ready. And I'm out of time here, but I want you to know I love you and I'm hugging you from here. Bye-bye. Send my prayers to them. Good morning, DLC. This is Tony Collier from Suffolk. Thank you, Jess, for calling in and giving us that update on Noah. God is great. He's greatly to be praised. So I'm so excited that Noah is out of that coma. I'm just trusting and believing that God is going to do a new thing. He is going to heal Noah from the top to the bottom. 
from the inside to the outside. So I just continue to stand on that. And Lord God, once again, I want to thank you, Lord God, for bringing him out of that coma, Father. And I'm just asking, Lord God, as he continue to get these treatments, Lord God, that you just strengthen his body, Lord God, because it's definitely going to be trying times. But Lord God, I just trust you, Lord God, that you just continue to strengthen his family, Lord God. And as they endure the things that they're going through right now uh, with Noah, we just know, Lord God, that you can do all things, Lord God, and everything that is done, Lord God, we continue to give you glory because, Lord God, you can do all things but fail. We just continue to trust and believe in you once again for Noah, um, complete healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Dabs here as always, continue um, to be encouraged because this is definitely trying times. We all are going through things, but we know that God is on our side and he will never leave us nor forsake us. You guys have a great day and I love you all. Good morning my dad family. Uh, this is Cynthia from Virginia. I'm calling in just to say thank you Lord. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you for the heart and family. Thank you for each and every one that listens and calls in and prayers that's involved in the whole community, Lord. We come to you today praying for each and every one of us, Lord. We come to you, Father God, thanking you, Lord, for all the many blessings that you have bestowed upon us, even though we may be going through things and need prayers, but you still bless us every day just by waking us up in the morning, and we thank you. We come to you asking you, Lord, to heal each and every one of us here to heal our bodies from the top of our head to the soles of our feet, Lord. We ask, Father God, that you take away all addictions, Father God, addictions to drugs, alcohol, food, pornography, whatever addictions, just take it away. We pray for marriages, Lord. Please heal all marriages that are going through, Lord. It's a, a struggle, but Lord, we know that they can make it long as they put their trust and hope in you. Give them your wisdom to make godly wise choices and decisions in everything that they do, Father God. We just ask, Lord, you know each and every one of us. You know what we need. We ask that your will be done in each situation of all those that call in for others and for themselves. Just help us, Lord, as we make it through. We give you all honor, glory, and praise, and mostly we thank you for your precious son, Jesus who died on the cross to save our souls, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.